And greetings, everyone. You're listening to the KYRS Medical Expo Can 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Art Hour, and I'm one of your hosts, Mike Malson. And I'm your other host, Eric Woodard. Eric, well, first of all, um, uh, we have an invisible glossitosis. This is our one-year anniversary as the host of Art Hour. Can yeah, pretty that? cool. I know. It's hard cool. to believe. Yeah, it's yeah. Fat. And this is our 40th live show that we've done. So we've only missed 12 weeks. That's pretty good. Not 12 bad. weeks of vacation, kind of like the French. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of the French, the, we have a uh, guest today. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's Laura a good segue, White. Mike. <laughs> yeah. And Beth Robinson. And Hello. The, Hello. Yeah, the La Resistance is kind of comes into play here. That's right. Is that right, Laura? So, yeah, tell us about, well, a little bit about yourself, and then uh, and then Beth will get a chance, and kind of how how we got connected with Eric and get on the show. Okay. Um, yeah, Law Resistance is a, a group collective of artists and musicians that um, kind of hand-picked around. It kind of rotates out sometimes. Um, here locally, we started out doing pop-out pop-up shows and at different venues um we'd have you know typically three live musical acts and about 24 artists like i said that rotates out but uh, about four times a year we started um and then we started branching off and growing and doing solo shows and at uh other venues as well and then most recently we opened up our own gallery space on east Sprague in the east Sprague district um, it's been running for about seven months now. So your gallery's been seven months. When did you start the whole La Resistance uh, group? In 2013. 2013. Okay. And, yeah. and I mean, I, this might sound like a weird question, but uh, w- w- why did you start it? I mean, was it because you couldn't find a gallery that would do the things that you wanted to do? Or what was the what was the impetus for that? Uh, honestly, um, rejection does weird things to a person. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm a fiery cat, so I'm just like, yeah, I don't need you. I'll do it myself. So, yeah. and, you know, here we are. <laughs> but, and how did you collect your first group? Um, I've grown up in this area. Um, I've been a... a artist musician all my life so um i was very active in the community in the 90s um and went to school and had a couple kids and then kind of came back to my roots and um i needed to create i was i was dying inside mom needs a hobby so (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah but i I, i'm just kind of the person that delves into things and um, I just, well, what's next? What's after that? What's going, you know? So, um, I don't know. I've, I am a big networker. Um, I've always had friends from all kinds of walks of life, you know, to the filthy rich, to gutter punks or, you know, I, everybody's just people, you know, everybody has the same things in common. If you talk to them long enough, you know, mm. um, I don't know. I think, uh, my interior design degree helps me just uh, facilitate professionally and uh, look at the space and can visualize what what could be done what mm-hmm. what could be yeah I do want to come back to that that was a question I had for you but I'm um, I mean the first group you got together you said rejection was a powerful motivator and a powerful thing yeah. is that would you consider a lot of the people who were in that first law resistance was that was that kind of the commonality that it was people who couldn't get their work shown or couldn't do the things that they wanted to do in the existing structure um I think maybe. Um, I think it was just a good time and, mm-hmm. you know, getting everybody together. Everybody's excited about who else was in the show and just the mix of masters and emerging artists. Was what was your really first fun. show? What did you do? It was at Object Space. Um, <coughs> November. Uh, gosh, what was it? <laughs> it's just a group show. Um, we didn't really have a theme. It was eclectic. We did salon style. Mm. Um and we had uh, live music down at the checkerboard. Oh, cool. Oh, well, yeah, the old just, checkerboard. Just a couple blocks away. Yeah. And um, Beth, or Lori, maybe you can explain it. What's the connection with uh, your, your guest as well, Beth uh, Robinson? Um, I met her through uh, Darren Brunke. Um, he runs the Northwest, Inland Northwest figure drawing. Uh, they've been paired up for a while, and she helps run the, uh, the sessions. And as soon as I opened, he got a hold of me directly uh, and wanted to link up and do the sessions at the gallery. And I wanted to do that, <laughs> yeah, which and, I appreciate, <laughs> yeah, which has been 
it's been cool to have uh, yeah. at the gallery, and I don't have to run it, which is nice. Yeah. So, Beth, what do you, what's your role in, in that whole thing? Uh, I just help out. I'm um, an artist. I'm a figurative artist, and I enjoy um, painting from a live nude um, because I think that there's nothing better uh, as a teaching um, thing. To, to learn yeah you can't uh, do it from a photograph you can't you can't you learn know. from a photograph at a certain point you have to draw um, live you have yeah. to pick up your easel and go outside and paint the landscape or you have to uh paint a figure or you have to set up uh, a little still life uh but you can't paint from photographs um because at a certain point you won't learn anymore from mm-hmm. that now how did you get started in figurative art um, I just have always done it I think my first figurative art class was when I was 15 um, my mom had to sign me up and, uh, she, she, uh, let them know that it was fine, that it was nude models. Um, and that was at the, uh, old Spokane art building, mm-hmm. the big brick building, mm-hmm. which is sadly gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've yeah. Been doing Are you a Spokane? I mean, did you grow up here in Spokane? I'm and, a native. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, did you take art classes through your schooling and is that kind of how you got interested? I've just always been an artist. I, I no real, um, classes other than in high school i took some um figurative and otherwise stuff at um spokane falls um but otherwise i've always been self-taught uh, i've taken some courses or classes you know week-long classes from um masters modern masters when i've had the time and money mm-hmm. now th- th- which leads me to a question because i was this was the question that i was going to ask you before we went on the air and i decided i'd wait i'm a terrible artist <laughs> that's not a question i'm getting to the question <laughs> <laughs> um and I, I've always wondered, I mean, I've seen like drawing on the right side of the brain. I've seen that book that looks, I've heard people say that that's a good way to get into it. And you're, you were self-taught, so maybe you're not the right person to ask. But for somebody who wants to try doing stuff like that, not just abstract art and, and mm-hmm. paint things that they see. Um, I mean, if you're all self-taught, what would you say to somebody like me who... I say, where do I start? What do I do? Other than just, you know, put a pencil to paper or paint to canvas. Um, it's directed learning. You can't, you can't learn to draw. I mean, I didn't learn to draw until I forced myself um, to learn techniques, you know, through books. Um, I mean, books when I was younger was books, but now it's for YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, there's directed learning. You have to know where to start. You can't just doodle and hope that you're going to be a great artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as learning to draw, um, I would tell you to trace, I mean, start by tracing, mm. um, find something with, uh, good shadows and light. Cause all you're doing is, uh, it's an illusion. You're making an illusion of a 3d space on a, on a 2d piece of paper. So how do you create the, that illusion? And that's shadows. You have to paint the shadows and the lights will appear. So if you can trace your shadows at your first step, learn how to trace shadows then learn how to draw shadows and then learn how to like, you know, blend those shadows into the lights. You know, it's, it's a step-by-step thing. Hmm. And I think anybody can learn. In fact, we have um, a guy who's in our figure drawing group who uh, has been um, very dedicated for three or four years every week. And he started um, as absolute newbie. He, he couldn't draw. And he said, I'm going to learn how to draw. And he came in every week and he's uh, learned and he's learned uh, online. He's taken classes. And I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing to see what he's managed to accomplish. And it's just you have to take the steps. You have to take each level up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and it's interesting because you say draw the shadows. And then we talked to a painter a couple weeks back and he said, you know, you have to squint to see. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So are there any? Because I think I don't think through the lashes. uh, I don't think it's a it's a technical thing that is the issue with artists versus non-artists. It's just a a way of seeing things. Is there any other thing that you do that helps you see in a way that allows you to get it onto your canvas? Um helps me see i think um there's techniques and i think that for someone who hasn't drawn before i think the big issue is that it's so much it's so much and it's like it's so overwhelming that you don't want to try you don't want to you don't know where to start so you don't um but as far as as seeing um you can do where you set your piece of paper directly 
next to what you're drawing so that you're drawing sight size, mm -hmm. which is excellent for people that are newbies. And it's very excellent for figure drawing specifically because you're drawing standing up or sitting down on an easel with, with it, uh, your paper up so that you're looking, you're looking right next to it. So you can go, the size of that head is the size of that head on my paper. You know, and that really uh, eliminates uh, an issue a lot of people have, which is that they can't figure out the size of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of uh, things that I see people um, trying to draw something like from a smaller picture, so you have to kind of draw something to scale, mm -hmm. and you're trying to estimate, okay, I mean, do you use like body parts and kind of think oh, yes. those kind of little tricks so you at least can come close to the proportion. Little tricks. I never use <laughs> those particular tricks and I, I never really enjoyed them. The one where you mm. measure the head and then you measure down. Like I, I started out with that, but I kind of lost it really quickly because it, it's um, stiff and it, it, it lacks like beauty. Um, but it's a good way to learn if you want to mm -hmm. do, you know, heads are this you know, big and you can go seven heads down and end up with a body and, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's a good way to start, but it's yeah. not great. Yeah. To <laughs> now we, we um, were talking well, when we were talking with Dan Spaulding, um, which brought up another artist that we really enjoyed, uh, Kate Vita, who does portraits, but she starts them. She kind of puts them on her Instagram account. I've seen her, she, yes. Uh, yeah, it, so they're upside, upside down, down. Yeah. which is kind of a way to take maybe the analytic left oh, yes. brain out of the way and just start. Which is one <laughs> of the things I love about artists is because, I mean, when you say, how do you draw? Everybody draws differently and everybody has something that they prefer. And I love the upside down thing. I, I would never do it, I'm, but I have flipped my artwork and I do it all the time. You flip it uh, or you look in a mirror because all the things that are wrong with it, you can't see um, when you're just staring at it. It oh. just looks great. And then you walk away and you come back and you go, there's something wrong <laughs> because you just you're used to it. Hmm. Um, but flipping it is wonderful. Yes. And, uh, you're not a painter. Are you? I know you're an artist, Laura Lee, but were you a painter? Because most of the work that I've seen has been sort of maybe collage type stuff. What sort of art do you do, Laura Lee? Uh, yeah, it's uh, mainly multimedia um, 3D collage, found objects, and then I, I paint, but I'm mostly a abstract painter. But um, I have been taking the figure drawing classes she and picked has. up a few tips. Ah. <laughs> so with those figure drawing classes, <clears throat> you mentioned that you do them, it's like three hours at a time, hours, right? Yeah. And that's at the gallery. Now is, and you have a live model there. We do. And then do you go around and work with people during that time? Or is that um, just kind of a it's, show it's up? It's an open, open studio. Um, I always, when people uh, want advice and stuff, we also have another very excellent um, professional artist, Casey Klon, who is a um, uh, pastelist and he's a colorist. He's very into color. And it's very interesting to hear what he has to say uh, compared to what I have to say because we, we have different opinions. But I, I, we're always happy to help. Um, but it's not a class. It's an open, mm. open studio. Yeah, we um, like to call them sessions. Session, mm -hmm. session. <laughs> but we session. have such wonderful artists, and Darren does, or uh, you know, wonderful models, and Darren does such a wonderful job. It's really a wonderful group. I, I appreciate it. And we're going to come back to this at the end. But when and where can they find this? How do they sign up? All that um, stuff. Mm. Go to Facebook. Uh, I N W uh, figurative. Is it? Figure drawing. Figure drawing. It, it's you. listed on the La Resistance page, right? It's a private group because oh. for the privacy and, and uh, safety of the models. Oh, uh, right. But you can um, ask to join okay. the group. Yep. Uh, it, but it is every Sunday, 1 to 4 at the gallery. Okay. And it's $15, yeah. right? Yeah. And just stop in. Yeah, we always appreciate it. Oh, really? So, Laura Lee, I'm, I'm curious to know. And, um, so, we you have this, this session, uh, mm -hmm. figurative uh, drawing and so forth um how hard is it how uh, how much do you have to get involved with the gallery la resistance to make to pay rent i guess uh how hard is it to keep keep that going you said you've been in it since 2013 i'm just always wonder how how art galleries survive in spokane well um since 2013 we've been using other venues for our shows hmm. uh, we've just been open at the gallery space for seven months Oh. But, you know, as a single mother, woman business owner, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. um, we have the figure drawing class there. Uh, we host classes. Um, we've had um, uh, uh, therapists mm -hmm. <laughs> in there teaching classes. Uh, and Like art therapists? Uh, oh. Thank you. 
words. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Art, art therapy is one of um, my mission statements. I think art heals and just creates waves that you just can't measure, you know. Um, so bring it to the gallery, have it in the space. Um, I also contracted with the Department of Disabilities, uh, DSHS, for mm. waiver services. So a uh, disabled population can take art classes in a real-life setting without being segregated and not have to pay for the class. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, the art therapy... Uh, it's kind of interesting to me, you know, b both of us being educators and I spent a few years in a very, you know, challenging, high risk, uh, high, lots of trauma in the student body. And um, the art has always been interesting as a way to to bring out some maybe some emotions that trigger the trauma or mm -hmm. to make the trauma maybe more livable with that. So how, how, how would somebody like that, how do they sign up for that? And um, is the person that teaches art therapy, do they have a degree in that, you know, with psychology combined with art or how does that work? Yeah, the art therapists are all licensed. Um, I've had three um, in the works uh, things always change. There's new classes going on. So I would say, you know, just stay up on the website. Uh, that's www.lawresistancespokane.com. Uh, we have a live calendar there. Um, and also follow our website or our uh, Facebook page. There we go. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we update and show events on there as well. So. Oh, very cool. And do you, do, do you, on that same vein, do you go out and actually connect to schools to maybe promote just that aspect? You know, I'm just thinking school counselors and yeah. mental health uh, specialists. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I need an assistant. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th that's definitely on the agenda. Um, you know, I've thought about tapping into uh, the foster care program, mm -hmm. juvenile detention centers, um, you know, just the the St. Luke's and just the hospital type um, industries because, you know, art therapy goes across the board, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so and, you know, psychology, uh, psychologists and stuff like that, too. Well, and what I read about you online, it sounds like that's really where your heart is when it comes to art, too. Yeah. That it is. Um, that was something for you that um, and was an important part of of becoming who you are. Yeah. You know, um, I mean. I had a rough start and I really think art saved my life and music was a great way to cope as well. And, um, it just, I just want to put more beauty everywhere, yeah. you know, let's mm -hmm. paint this and that everywhere. You know? Well, and I have a weird question for you too, just this kind of personal, I mean, I'm a musician and neither one of my kids are musicians. I don't, ah, I don't, I'll that doesn't mean anything necessarily, sure. but I'm curious, are, did, I mean, is this something that your kids do or is that not their jam? <sighs> Unfortunately, <laughs> very sad. No, uh, my daughter is an artist, but um, both my kids played like cello, which is my one of my favorite mm -hmm. instruments uh, in elementary. But they're like, nah, not my deal. It's very sad. But uh, my daughter is in art college. Uh, she's going for animation and illustration, so I think she might be a little filmmaker. Oh, right on. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And but what instrument do you, do you play or instruments? Instruments, well, I have one drum beat that's super solid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you played in a, yeah. in a punk rock band, too. Yeah, a couple. Uh, the The longest running I had was I played with the blowouts. I played bass and sang. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Beth, yeah. do you do any other type of art other than figurative drawing? Um, sure, I do landscapes, plein air. Mm. Yeah. I have a, a nice Peshad box, which is... Uh, what I take uh, figure drawing because I, I I do oil, oil paintings um, mm. when I figure draw, um, but I can take that out and do landscapes, which I enjoy a lot. Well, and I was wondering about that because I was looking on La Resistance page and it said nudes and landscapes, mm -hmm. and I thought that was a, just a, a stirring combo. Uh, <laughs> are those kind of the two things that you do? And if so, why? Why just those two things? Well, I don't do just nudes. I do uh, clothed figures. Okay. Actually, very <laughs> much enjoy. <laughs> I very much enjoy um, clothed because it's cloth is so much fun. It's so beautiful to paint. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, pretty much. I, I don't particularly enjoy still lifes. Um, I can do illustration, but at a certain point, um, I get bored. I, I kind of like finding images that I like and then painting them. They don't have to have a reason. And I think illustration 
uh, suddenly um, has that layer of, of needing a purpose mm. that I, I tend to get bored with, I guess. So now you said you, you kind of you walked us through how you started drawing, mm -hmm. self-taught. Same thing with oil painting. Did you have mentors or? You know, when did you decide to, I'm going to... When did I decide? Yeah. I started um, oil painting um, probably four years ago, five, because it was in uh, figure drawing. Uh, Darren had started the figure drawing about five years ago, uh, which I was there the very first session. Um, and at a certain point, I was like, you know what? I have a bunch of oil paints sitting around that are my dad's. And I'll just grab some brushes and I'll see what happens. Because it's oil painting is very intimidating. And I, I have been an artist my whole life, but I never thought to pick it up. And as soon as I did, it was like a duck to water. It was the most beautiful yeah. thing. I had never realized how um, easy oil painting can be to start. Um, it's very hard to be a master at it. I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. things you can do. But to start, oil painting is, is probably one of the simplest and most forgiving mediums you could possibly um, start with. What makes it different? Because unlike every other medium, you can wipe off oil paint. It is mm -hmm. as soon as you've painted something wrong on there, you know, you take up your rag and it's gone. And uh, watercolor, as soon as you put down a mark, that that's a permanent mark that you have to work into that. Um, mm -hmm. Everything else, uh, graphite, you have to erase. I mean, it's more work. And with oil paint, it's just you can get rid of it and you can let it dry and just paint right over the top of it. It's it's beautiful. And I understand why the masters were masters at mm -hmm oil painting is because you can just fall in love with it and never uh, fall out because you can never be perfect at it, but you can do it forever. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You're listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Art Hour receives support from South Perry Pizza featuring rotating local artists and serving hand-tossed artisan pizza, beer, and wine at 1011 South Perry Street and online at southperrypizzaspokane.com. Hang out with me, Jukebox Jenny, on Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. to hear America's very own music, The Blues. Let me help you shake the trouble out with a mix of funk, R&B, and blues from Delta to Chicago. You'll hear... Don't forget to shake your rump, too. It's a cocktail that will soothe the soul. Working Woman's Blues, Sunday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., right here on KYRS. All right, so during the break, I was asking Laura Lee about the show because um, that's kind of why we're here mainly, is uh, you got something coming up, yeah. and I'd like to know all about you. You have a list of artists that are going to be there. Uh, and I'd also kind of like to, I mean, it'd be interesting just trying to get, a, I'm sure every gallery kind of has a personality in a way, things that you do that other galleries maybe don't do. So maybe uh, just tell us about, what this one is and maybe how it either relates or doesn't relate to some of the stuff you've done before. Okay. Um, let's see. So, I mean, the, the concept for the show is, I think, pretty self-explanatory. You know... Um, and what's it, the name of the show? Nudes and Landscapes. Oh, and that's, that's for everybody. It's Nudes and Landscapes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of the artists from the figure drawing um, sessions in there. And then also uh, others from the community and some from the collective as well. Um, kind of a mix. Um, it's, it's pretty basic, you know. I mean, um, in the winter, everything's gray and gross. And <laughs> February just goes on and on and on. So I wanted to um, celebrate the lines and curves of a sweeping landscape. You know, um, and, you know, nudes and figures are also sweeping landscapes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. I think that it ties into, you know, humans are a part of this ecosystem. <laughs> we mm -hmm. are a part of the land and there's beauty in both and not just a object that we sexualize or, you know, have some kind of a need met with. It's 
beauty. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, even it is kind of striking, even as I went, Beth, on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are nude paintings there. Huh? And it, it does sort of, it, it takes you back because you're not used to seeing that. But it, it's nice to remember those things that you're talking about, that there is yeah. there's a difference between, a huge difference, obviously, between pornography and nudity. Right. And, uh, and by the way, I mean, I usually don't do this, but yeah, I think your paintings are just wonderful. She's They're, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's an amazing artist. You're so talented. <laughs> and Mia, yeah. Mia Farrow, mm -hmm. it was just jumped off the page. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was really great. So what was the, what was the show you did before? The last show mm -hmm. we did um, was, the name of it was Illuminate. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Larry Ellingson had a piece there where yeah. it was all lit up stuff, super right? Super exciting. Yeah. yeah. How did you decide to do that? Well, um, I studied light in school, being an interior designer, mm -hmm. and I wanted to incorporate that more in my artwork because I did study the spread of light, the intensity, the color, on and on. Um, so I wanted to incorporate both. So I started making light boxes and kind of um, dioramas, the 3D collage kind of thing. And I was like, well, gosh, you know, it'd be really great to see a whole show of different artists of, of work that lit up. It's so amazing. It's if, just, if you have time, go see it. It's still up? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. great. Yeah, this is our last weekend. Do it. Last and remind Thursday. us of the yeah. address. So it's 1816 East Sprague Avenue. Um, we're open Thursday through Saturday, 5 to 8. And how uh, did you choose that location? I have been having my eye on that for five years. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about the space that you liked? Well, it was right down this, down this two doors down from Object Space. Mm. Um, I love their get-up up there, you know, live and workspace, great white box gallery, wood floors, gorgeous, great people. Um, and, you know, I... Kind of like a little sister or something, you know, and the, the space was small, but not too small, not too big, um, and had great acoustics, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So I had to watch idly when, you know, three or four other businesses have been in that space and moved out and it's like, oh, there's my chance again. Dang it. And what but, was it that allowed mm -hmm. you to get in this time? Um, <laughs> I was, I was having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> it all started. It was a dark and stormy yeah, night. <laughs> Best story starts that way. <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean? I like to turn bad things into good things. Uh -huh. I don't know. Um, I was just like, that's it. I've had it. Ah! And I called the super and I was like, do you have space? I was looking actually at a different space because I didn't know that one was coming up again. But the fact that I called at that time allowed me to get in. I was like, okay, let's just jump off the cliff. Mm -hmm. I already have an art collective. That's like the number one thing you need to open up an art gallery. Um, and I had my heart set on the space. I don't know. I just liked it. And, and so close to Bruce and Stephanie there. Um, so I thought it'd be a good build in the community. Um, but... What was I saying? You know, yeah. It's fine. I, I have a question built on collective, too, because, I mean, I, I know what the word means, and I know that it's a group of people who kind of have a... But what, I mean, in a very practical sense, what does it mean to have a collective? What does that mean? Well, it's, I guess, multi-layered. Um, so it's a, you know, we kind of went back and forth in, um, in the beginning, like what to call it, because basically it's a collection of artists, you know, but it's also a curated collection of artists, mm -hmm. and the artists actually collaborate together. So it's like, you know, it is, it's a it's a collective. It's a it's an action word, I guess. You know? Sure, and I'm, I mean, even when you say collaborate together, is there? I mean, <laughs> I'm so naive on this. I mean, are there are there meetings? Are there certain nights that everybody gets together, um, or is it just more kind of loose and people collaborate on their own? Um, like, how how kind of what's where does it fall on the um, spectrum of formal to informal collaboration and getting together as a group? Um, well, like I like to say, I like to ride the waves of chaos. <laughs> um, it's just too difficult, I think, to have it all formal. Mm. Uh, for me, you know, I came from a big family. I just, I'm not intimidated by whirling artists. One's going off the deep end. One's you know, having a fight with somebody else and, you know, one's dropping out of the show, one's popping in. It's just like, okay, let's just go flow over here. Let's move this one over there and, you know, pop it in there. And, you know, <laughs> I just try to direct the ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, now the Saranac, I think just right below 
is also a collective. Mm-hmm. Is that so? Do they um, are these collectives uh, such as La Resistance and the Cenac? Do the artists share a little bit in the leasing of that, or is that still kind of on the curator? Uh, lead person, I guess, for the gallery. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how they run it downstairs. Um, you know, it's it's an ever evolving process for mm-hmm. us. Um, we don't have memberships, uh, but everybody works, everybody volunteers, everybody helps hang their stuff. You know, bring food. You know, try to get everybody involved in other ways because we are artists. We're broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so try to make it like f- reasonable for everybody. But, right. And then Beth, you're you're part of this collective. Then I would are I'm correct. Not. Oh, you're not. No, oh. Um, I am part of a the figure drawing group. So I've known her. How long? How long have we been there? About seven months. I think. About seven months. <laughs> so um, she very generously offered her space, um, and got to meet her, and you know, and that's how we know each other. And oh. she's you know great. And this show is uh, her idea, and she's like, you know, you guys are pretty good. Um, you know, join us on the walls here and we'll put up a show. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Beth, you're, you're in love with oil painting right now. Is there another um, type of art that oh you God. would like to? I mean, what's, what's on your, I don't want to say bucket list, but uh, what's, what's on your list to check off next? <laughs> I'm terrible. Like I'm literally, I'll get bored and then I'll be doing something else. So I, I'm vaguely good like a renaissance woman, you know, vaguely good at everything hmm. as far as art goes. Like I can sculpt kind of, um, I've, uh, done some like carving to do uh, printmaking, you know? Um, so I'm vaguely good at that. Um, I can do watercolor vaguely good, um, so forth and so on. So I am, I'm pretty good at just about e- everything you can throw at me, but I'm not great at any of those. Is there something you haven't tried yet that you want to, mm, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to, um, become very good at sculpting, but I literally do not have the space. It's like sculpting takes up so much room and I don't have it. So that's, that's my bucket list is I would love to be Mm. a sculptor and Mm. I can't. So, well, I was going to ask you a similar question, Laura Lee, but do you, with running the gallery, do you have as much time to do the art as you used to? I use the time at the gallery to do art. Oh, good. Mm. So I, I should really name it as a studio gallery. Mm. Um, but it's it's hard to sit still because I'm always wanting to do something. Like so, <laughs> um, I, I'd like to get into more film. Mm. Like wow. um, put some things on CMTV or you know um, more of the video end of it because it is. I I f- like to direct things so. I could probably do that on video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, and all of all the pieces that I've seen of yours, you you tend to have, um, they tend to be a little on the dark side. Oh. Uh, which, <laughs> again, I'm, I'm, I like it dark. But uh, <laughs> would you say that that's pretty much a theme through all of your work? Yeah, you know, I mean, I could do portraits of someone's pets. <laughs> but <laughs> Dark portraits of someone's pets. <laughs> <laughs> the bad puppy. That eye <laughs> looks a little weird. And <laughs> little twitch. <Yeah. laughs> is, is that where you tend to gravitate, though? Yeah, you know, I'm working out stuff or, you know, um, it's a good way not to end up in jail or whatever, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, is art... Um, it's creative. It's a, mm-hmm. It provides a creative outlet, but is yep. it also therapy for you? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually was uh, in rehab as a teenager, and art therapist came in after a 6 a.m. yoga class. Good grief. <laughs> but, like, you know, she's asking me to do this or that, and then she's like, oh, how many circles did you do? I'm like, seven. She's like, oh, there's a meaning behind that. I'm like, wow, <laughs> there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh. I don't know. It just really affected me. Positively. So if that's the case, how did you end up getting into interior design? How did you end up studying that? Um, well, being a starving artist and starting a family, I was like, ooh, well, I need some money. Uh, so I was trying to look at a practical um, career where I could still be creative. Um, I can visualize in color and 3D in my head, and not everybody can do that. So... I had a friend that suggested doing interior design because I was I helped her space plan her uh, living room. She's like, "Dang, you're really good at that!" Because we had big challenges. I was like, "Oh well, let's just move this over there and do that and that." You know, I have a great eye for color, uh, texture, layers. Um, 
I've always done sales or some kind of, you know, people thing. So I was like, yeah, well, I could, I could do that. And it's, it's a professional technical program. So you have very rigid, it's right or it's wrong drafting. If you're an inch off, it throws off all the construction to let's look at some paint and colors and your materials inside that kind of thing. So it kind of fed both my, um, mm. technical side, my, my, my dad's a nuclear engineer, like, um, and then the creative side, I was able to do both. Um, so are you still yeah. working in that field? Yeah. Um, I was working at the tin roof, uh, across the street from us there. And I got an opportunity to go back to school, um, for short term to relearn the new programs that came out for mm. interior design programs, uh, AutoCAD and Revit. Oh. Uh, so I could draw up houses very quickly and render them materials so people can see what they would look like and that kind of thing. Mm. Very, very useful. I could uh, make more money. So um, I'm brushing up on some skills and uh, hopefully freelance afterwards. So you're in uh, school now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right on. Oh, wow. yep. Cool. And I also yeah. saw that you... Um, got some sort of certification in sustainable buildings or something like yeah, that? Yeah, sustainable building advisor certificate. Uh, it was a nine-month program. Oh, gosh, that was seven years ago, ten years ago. Um, I studied uh, green design is kind of my sub-major, I guess. Um, you know, being an artist and caring about the environment, I wanted to link both of them together. Because I'm like, well, geez. You know, the environment's dying, but good thing I can fluff pillows, you know. So I was like, let's have a little more meaning in this, you know, yeah. <laughs> like for a superficial field. Like, you know, it's image yeah. management, basically. Like, let's have some real change. So, yeah, so you know, oh, ahead, I was you just going to say, because going back to Beth's talking about um, liking, wanting to be a sculptor, spend more time doing that. But space mm-hmm. is an issue. Right. And one one of the things, you know, that I've kind of noticed in talking with artists on the show as well as just around the community are people looking for studio space that they can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and there seems to be kind of a lack of that where they can the studio space is designed so that you actually bring in the community together so that you can't avoid running into another artist for just ideas or collaboration or something like that so i was just thinking about what you just said about a sustainable uh materials and you know environmentally kind of a creative space wouldn't that be cool if you designed kind of like a multi-use could form you know you have your gallery but you also have studio space for people to come in you know sculpting art therapy i mean a a wider variety of stuff like that yeah you hit the nail on the money like that's my dream you know um Uh, i had a my eye on a building down by the globe and i was like oh we can change it we could have art studios down below and honestly i think band studio spaces are more uh in need like no one wants to hear a big loud band in their Mm. (laughs) next door neighbor's house or whatever (laughs) like uh, musician and art spaces and and uh, you know gallery spaces a bar so the band can have a you know um, a night and that kind of thing but I don't have a million dollars for the building so it kind of <laughs> fell through but <laughs> well I mean even as you're talking not only do we need practice spaces for bands we're running out of places for bands to play it's true right I mean I I think this is about the least I've seen since I don't know in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. It's definitely. Gonna, are you still doing the music? I haven't because I opened up the gallery and right. doing a little too much, but I am an empty nester now, so I really hope to get back to music. Pound the rock, me too. Yeah. yeah that's pretty <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, huh? nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the question I was going to ask before is, um, and you might not even know how to answer this question, but um, so you have the interior design, green buildings, all that. Mm-hmm. When we walk into La Resistance, uh, is there something that we would see that that you would say reflects the training that you've had in that? I mean, is there something you could point to that you would say, yeah, that that's that's something that was part of my education? Well, um, I would say mainly the curation of the art. I mean, the I haven't had a much opportunity to do much to the space, done much in the space in itself. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, who designed that sign? The I did. That's incredible. 
Thank it's you. a great sign. I've seen it. That it just it's with just, those huge yeah. letters. Yeah. It's yeah. So cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It, it, we were lucky enough. Uh, actually, uh, John Swanstrom yeah. uh, found a like a jackpot of all these vintage letters. It's so rare to find that many letters that match, except the R. But that even makes it cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, we helped build that sign, and I got to arrange the letters, kind of alphabet soup. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It, I saw it online. It's awesome. Uh, how did you come up with the name? Um, the uh, the guy I was dating kind of popped off. I'm like, well, you should just call it La Resistance. I'm like, oh, my God, that's it. Hmm. Like, yes. Just, now, and is there any background to that? Or, I mean, why wouldn't it be The Resistance? Well, because I think... It's a kind of homage to the French Revolution, like off with their heads, you know. Um, <laughs> system isn't working. Let's make a system that works. Did that have anything to do with the bad day you had when you went in? <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be in the middle. Be in a bad day, okay? <laughs> it worked out. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, you know, Beth, and your so with the session there at the La Resistance. Um, and not having seen a lot of your paintings, but you do landscape and 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 figurative mm-hmm. paintings and drawings and all that. What what about what is it about the the line and the form that you your interpretation of what you see, whether it's a landscape or a figure, uh, <coughs> is you? I mean, is do you ever think about is some of the the effect of my paintings? <coughs> A manifestation of, of of a feeling or something that the way you interpret that. Ooh, um, I I've actually like pondered this question, but I have I have no idea. Like the thing I love about art and like specifically figures, but just art in general is how other people interpret the same thing that I'm seeing. Um, which is why figurative art I find so beautiful is because you know what people look like. So how how do you see it through your eye and put it you know through mm-hmm. your hand and onto the paper? What is your interpretation? What what does that look like? And so it's more like how much I love other people's art, which drives me as a figurative artist um, to sort of do what I do. And but I don't know why I do it. I don't know what my interpretation is. Well, when it comes to other people's art, who has inspired you? Yeah. What what artists do you draw um, inspiration from? Well, let's see. Uh, Colleen Berry is, is um, a contemporary artist that I find really beautiful. Um, Nicholas Urumbi, who I actually can't pronounce his name. I actually went and um, did a workshop shop with him, and he pronounced his name to me like 10 times in a row, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm never going to get that, sorry. Um, but he actually um, it just started a YouTube channel, uh, which he's in week two, um, where he paints every single day, and he is absolutely out of this world talented. And he just shares um, his knowledge freely, and it's wonderful. And he's uh, a contemporary artist that I really love. Um, but as far as, like, I, I don't know what my style is. I don't know why I create how I create. I, I don't know what it is that makes me go, okay, I can stop now. That one's done. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Now, yeah. uh, before we, I ask the question of Laura Lee, that, that artist's name, how do you spell that name just so, if, if I wanted to look for it on YouTube, do you remember? Oh, my remember? God. Um, it, it was Arumbi or something yeah. you said? R, okay. U-R-I-M-B-E? Okay. So Who knows? Like You'll and, get it close yeah. enough, I'm yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. And just search ours. Yeah. How about you, Laura Lee? Who inspired you? I mean, currently or, or coming up? Um... I'm really bad with trivia knowledge. <laughs> um, I'd have to like look them up mm-hmm. to pull up the name. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> um, but mostly macabre artists, um, a lot of sculpture, 3D, the dioramas just blow my mind. Um, it's kind of like you're looking through a window at something else altogether. But um, I don't, I, I just always gravitated to the dark side. Of it. You know, I've just embraced it like. And always push people to embrace it too. Hey. <laughs> musically, same thing. Were you, musically, did you were you attracted to the dark side? Uh, musically, hard and fast mm-hmm. gets out that aggression. You know, um, how fast can you play? <laughs> so who inspired Accurately. you in that? What's that? Who inspired you in that? What bands did you listen to that really just you said I want to play just like that? Um, you know, I was a pretty sheltered kid in Tri-Cities. Uh, just, you know, what's available on the radio, Friday night videos maybe. 
But, um, you know, a friend took me to a live DIY punk rock show when I was 15. I was like, what? (laughs) Wow, these bands are good or better than what's on the radio. And someone just put this together, you know, like, oh, there's like five bands and we got a building. And wow, how did they do this? You know, just blew my mind. And I was just like, oh. Well, I can dance if I want. I can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is cool. <laughs> do you have, um, so you have music as part of your, um, you use that as a part of the collective? As, yes, as part of the collective. So, yes. what kind of music do you uh, have and what kind of musicians do you try to uh, display? Or Well, uh, my punk rock roots definitely are there, um, but I love all kinds of music. Um, the gallery space is a little small for a full punk rock band. Um, so mostly I've had acoustic acts. I've had a harp player. I have Adam C. Sharp coming in, um, you know, DJs, stuff like that, uh, just so it doesn't overwhelm the space. But um, when we're popping up in bars, uh, Garage Land and uh, other places, it's mostly punk rock music. Mm. But then we'll have an old punk rocker playing a, an upright bass and a guitar and, you know, just acapella and, you know, just a little bit of that, a little bit of that, you know. Just if they're good, they're willing, let's get you on the bill. <laughs> yeah, and how do they, how would a, a, a emerging band, punk rocker, or just somebody that would kind of might fit this bill, how would they get um, booked for one of your shows? Uh, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I don't really have like a submittal process. Just <laughs> talk to me about it. We'll look at it. We'll hear it. Let's see if it fits and where I can put you in. And well, it's funny as you were describing that first punk rock show. It sounds like you've carried that ethos through to what you're doing now. Yeah, it's I, just just getting chills. Just put it together. Just do it. I, you know, I, I <laughs> have a problem with authority. <laughs> I just want to do it myself. So. You know, and you can, <laughs> you know, I, ha- I have the knowledge. I think I'm a good person to do it. I'm not a tyrant or, you know, I'm pretty chill. I'm an artist myself. So, you know, I kind of know how it goes. So try to just have a good attitude about it. And, yeah. And over the um, last year, as yeah. we've talked to people, that seems to be what people say. Just, I mean, oh. even like you with the oil paint, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, let's just put some oil on and you just, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That actually worked out a heck of a lot better than I thought it was it's going like, to. Try it. Like, I didn't want to get on the radio because I, I'm not sure I'm so great at it. But it's <laughs> like, it's not like I'm going to say no. If somebody says, do you want to go on the radio? You go, okay. Yeah. Like, I can do that. Yeah. That is yes. definitely one of the themes, I think, across the board with just about everybody we've interviewed um, is taking the leap. Yeah. Um, you know, you... After one bad day, but you know you had your eye in this building, and you yeah. you took the leap, and now here you are, and um, you're you know getting traction, you're offering great sessions, you know I love the idea of art therapy, you know, and yeah. I think that's something that could really grow, uh, having people to come in and help teach, maybe be a mentor, and those kind of things like that. I think yeah. is just awesome, you know. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for that. Thank so you. with the last few minutes we have going on, let's let's talk about where they can find you um, on social media, talk about uh, the gallery, talk about the show that's coming up, the artists who are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you just tell us about all the cool stuff, that the, the, the places we can, things we can see. All the cool stuff and things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So um, the Nudes and Landscape show is opening next Friday, the 7th of February. Uh, reception is 5 to 9. We have, um, let me pull up the info here because I'm bad with trivia. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I just, I can't fit all the information in my head. <laughs> uh, but uh, we have uh, a live music. We have a gal playing acoustic guitar. Um, she's amazing. We worked with her at the music festival at the park, Erin uh, Catherine Parks. Um, and a plethora of artists, both landscape and figures, and all, and some of the artists do both, like like Beth and uh, Casey does too. Um, and I um, want to say that I have specifically chosen a lot of small pieces. Um, so I'm hoping that like uh, new art collectors would like something that's like less expensive than the larger pieces, because it's it, it is Spokane. So I'm kind of <laughs> uh, aiming for that demographic. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, show up and see if you uh, find anything you like. Um, as far as me, I am on Instagram, Beth Robinson underscore art. Um, and also, oh, uh, Inland Northwest figure drawing on Facebook. 
um, please follow because we always need more artists. Yeah. Um, so you can find La Resistance just as a regular search. I think our tag is like Spokane Art and Music. Um, our website's um, laresistancespokane.com. Email is laresistancespokane at gmail. Um, and we have La Resistance Spokane on uh, Instagram. And my Instagram is Lolly Lee Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Some alliteration yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now I, I, we just talked about all that stuff. Any sneak peeks on anything coming up next, like for next month? Do you know what you're doing? Oh, yeah. We are book- booked out until fall. So, Oh, my gosh. Oh, very good. Yeah. That's cool. That's not very punk rock. No. That's pretty planned. <laughs> <laughs> Artists are fickle, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I depend on the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, what's the next show? What's coming up? Um, uh, the next show in March is going to be our first solo show. It's uh, Michael Dinning. Oh, um, yeah. He's going to take the whole place over, installation, things on the walls. We're excited what he's going to bring. Uh, mm-hmm. That's also part of the fun chaos is not knowing what people are bringing until yeah. the day we install. Oof. Yeah, he's got some I can really do it. cool stuff. Yeah, um, yeah that would be good. Yeah. And um, mu- again, like uh, a musician that just heard all those things, um, do they just message you on mm-hmm. any one of those kind of things that, hey, I'm a, a singer-songwriter or this and that? And yeah, absolutely. Um, especially because I can't book full bands. Um, I would love to have more solo acts. Uh, you know, the harp player got a hold of me. She was amazing. Um, so, yeah, just hit, hit me up on Facebook or email. Um, and my phone number is posted on there, too. But, um, yeah, let me know if you're interested. And also, you guys, um, be sure to hit up the show that she has up now and after yes. dark. It is so incredible. Illuminate. It is so beautiful. When they turned on the lights, I mean, we they turned off the lights after <laughs> figure drawing and turned on all of these, oh, like, cool. light up. I uh, mean, it. they're spectacular. They're really, I mean, yeah. it's a good show. So Some powerhouse artists. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Gotta see it before it goes down. You gotta see it. And Saturday's the last chance to, uh, tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday yep. are the last chances. Yeah, five to eight, and then Sunday we'll have figure drawing again. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure talking yeah, to both absolutely. of you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I love looking at your art, and I just, I mean, I have known Laura Lee for a while, but uh, looking at your work, I just, I really was thank taken you. aback. It was yes. just really pretty. I, I liked to look. That. I liked looking at it. So thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. much.